Postgame coverage of BYU football continues with the Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. The Cougar Postgame Coaches Show is brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union, guiding you forward. Let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium in front of 50,000-plus, uh, 52-354, the official crowd tally. BYU wins it by a score of 49-23. to And in so doing, uh, ends a, a two-match a two-game winless streak as uh, BYU lost its last two to uh, Washington and Utah State, respectively, and get back on the winning track tonight with a resounding win, 49-23. to Most offense in a game they've had since the San Jose State game here last year. Very noticeable in the change of attitude, emotion, and uh, I'm going to throw in their preparation. Uh, they just came out ready to play tonight, and they were excited about doing it. And I, I just didn't feel that same way against Utah State last week. The Utah State certainly had a, uh, a little hop in their step, and BYU didn't. So tonight, uh, they met that energy that Hawaii usually brings. I thought that was a real plus. How much do you, uh, how much do you ascribe to the quarterback change to what went on tonight? I think that uh, he did obviously bring a spark. Uh, that's number one. But I think he made passes. That there were passes that he threw and completed tonight that Tanner might not have made. And I know he ran uh, more efficiently than uh, Tanner would have, on his, particularly on that quarterback sneak, I mean the quarterback draw. So, uh, yeah, I thought he did uh, a nice job. Time for the Mountain America field goal recap. For each field goal BYU makes, Mountain America donates $500 to the American Red Cross. So far this season, Mountain America has donated $2,500. Mountain America Credit Union guiding you forward. No field goals tonight for BYU, so uh, no uh, adding to the total, but still it's a nice total and it'll build as the season goes along. All BYU asked Skylar Southam to do tonight was kick PATs, and luckily he got to kick seven of them, and that's a good thing. And the more PATs, the better, as head coach Kalani Sitake now joins us here in the broadcast booth. And that's right, right? Uh, hey, PATs are okay with you as long as you have seven seven to convert. Yeah, I like PATs a lot more than field goals. And, um, <laughs> yeah, I think we had a chance at the end, um, but it didn't – going up by 22, I don't know if that really mattered, you know, and – um, really wanted that fourth and one. I thought I just wanted to have that one back, you know what I mean, from last week. And so uh, just really pleased with the team. thought they played hard. Um, you guys heard me in the in the post game. Um, well, when we weren't hearing the fire alarm. Yeah. <laughs> was that I was, trying, I was trying to pick out your words, yeah. you know. Well, there... I, was, I was a little nervous because it was so loud. And I, I didn't know if there was a fire, if I should You're be like, sitting You're like, Brett, there. are we okay here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Nobody was moving, so I'm like, okay, maybe I sh- maybe it's not really that big of a deal. But uh, pleased with the win, obviously, but um, not perfect. There's things that we can work on. I just love working on them with a win, and, and that's what we're trying to do. Kalani, uh, compared to last Friday night's game, I thought there was more emotion, uh, better preparation, and uh, I just felt like they had a little more fight in them tonight. Did you feel that way, or were you, am I just missing it from last week? No, I think you're on. I mean, I, I – uh, there's there's a reason why there's there's got to be some uh, reason why we didn't play like we should the last two weeks and um, I, th- I think getting a, a slow start was part of it you know and um, I thought uh, uh, Hawaii wanted to wanted the ball first they wanted uh, to try to score first and we wanted to do that too and I was just pleased with our how we started the game um, yeah. in all all three phases I thought we played really well at the beginning and and um, with all the mistakes in between, I thought it was a good 60 minutes of BYU football. And that's 
we want to go back to what we are good at, and being physical is what we're good at, and that's what we need to keep doing. And they need to hang our hat on that, and then uh, the rest will, will come with it. Your teams are now a six and one uh, when you lead after one quarter. Your teams are ten and two when you score first. Teams are seven and one when you score in every quarter. All the things that every coach would love to do with his teams week in, week out. But clearly, for your team, just getting off to a good start means so much. Yeah, and that's um, that was such a huge emphasis for us this week that I almost thought we're making too much of it. You know what I mean? But um, I, I felt like okay, if 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 it doesn't, if we don't start well, then um, then. How are we going to react, you know? But I, I just felt like if we were going to be physical from the very beginning, that will get us in a, in a good start, you know? And, um, and so that's, that's what our emphasis was, was to start fast and, um, and to try to sustain it the entire uh, 60 minutes. And I was just pleased with the way the guys prepared. I've always been pleased with the way they prepared, but I think this is where it crossed over and came from the – I mentioned to you before, playing on the practice field and, and yeah. seeing it on the field, it, it all came um, – it all came true tonight, you know, and, and uh, now we need to do that again at our next game, and um, and uh, just not there's, there's, we can't have any kind of letdown. We just got to be physical, play fast, and and uh, get better. Piggybacking off that physical comment, your first three scores tonight were all touchdown runs, and they were runs outside the ten yard line, outside the twenty yard line. You ran for two eighty as a team, and you know as much as anybody, if you're going to run for for two eighty and pass it near two hundred, you're not going to lose that game. Yeah, and and that's um, when we, I, I talked about our identity, and that's got to be our deal. And I think um, we we ran the ball differently, a lot of different ways, uh, in the shotgun, under center, uh, with the jet sweep in, involved, and also with um, uh, different personnel. You know, and I thought I give a lot of credit to our coaches and and being creative and finding different ways to to get the run going. We had RPOs, we had quarterback draw, we had all this stuff with the quarterback can scramble, and create with his legs, and. Um, just everyone contributed to this win on offense and, and, and the points. But then defensively, every just felt like the team was all involved in this game. And we'll be a lot better when everybody contributes. And that's I was really pleased seeing Isaiah Kafusi and others step up. Yeah. And, um, that's, you know, our team is growing up. We're still young, but we're really starting to grow and starting to get older and mature really quickly. Well, there were some changes on the defensive strategy that you used. And I was wondering, first of all, where you came up with that. And then, boy, it was very effective because uh, if he's not throwing in those first two seconds when he gets the football, he starts to rattle a little bit, and he's not as effective throwing the ball. I'm talking about their quarterback. Yeah, and, and they're such a mix from the air raid and run and shoot and the running gun, all that stuff. And uh, like I mentioned, Rolo is a great coach, and he knows how to get that offense rolling. And I felt like we were able to disguise a little bit but then play some safe defense and really wanted to get after him with a three-man rush and yeah. I, I, those three guys did a great job and and stopped the run still yeah. with that three-man rush. yeah that would be ideal the only thing that could be better than that is brushing two and stopping the <laughs> run you know so uh, but I, I you know coach Tuyaki, ed lamb preston hadley general guilford those guys did a great job preparing their their team um and I, I know they haven't been happy with their defensive production the last couple weeks and they respond the right way, and they challenge their players the right way. The right guys got where we're able to get challenged, and um, just really happy with how hard they worked. And uh, just goes to show that their creativity and and what they're willing to do on defense can help us. I, I don't know that Butch got a snap tonight. I'm not sure that he played at all uh, tonight. And and so uh, you were going to go nickel anyway. So you brought on an extra DB, Isaiah Kafusi. It was a big night for him. He and Corbin led the way in tackles and TFLs. 
And two of your five leading tacklers and playmakers were Diane Gomoluku, who you finally get back, and Isaiah Heron. And you've not been afraid to, to, to put your young corners in positions of pressure this year, and, and they've been responding game in, uh, game out, and now you're seven games in, and the young guys are getting a lot of, uh, a lot of good time. I've, I've, been, I've been really pleased with our young DBs, and, and uh, they can play. Uh, their coaches prepare them the right way. You know, we played nickel and dime tonight mm-hmm. uh, with the 10 personnel. They did bombers, which is all five wide outs uh, a yeah. few times, uh, a lot of, actually. And so we used um, Mike Shelton as a nickel, and we used Tanner Jacobson as our dime. Um, we had a, a good rotation of DBs. I thought Austin Lee played a really good game, yeah. solid game, and it was really nice to get Diane back, you know. And um, I thought <laughs> he played such a good game, and he's such a, ve- uh, a, a weapon for us on special teams. He just <laughs> finds a way to get down there. And it's a second punt muff recovery. Yeah, and he just and it wasn't even that that much of a muff. He just stole it from him. Yeah. And, uh, he, uh, yeah, he he's, he he just has a knack for making plays, and, and I thought Mike Shelton played a great game yeah. as a DB and was really physical in the run when they did run. Just really pleased with the whole team, and 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 those freshman DBs came in with Chris Wilcox, and um, and man, they they really did some good things. I think Keenan Ellis and D'Lo and uh, Malik and and they're all Isaiah. playing. Yeah, they're all playing, and I gotta get his uh, Mandel, D'Angelo Mandel. Yeah. Is yeah. that the leak? Yeah. D-man. That's, that's D-Lo. Yeah. Oh, D-Lo. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, I thought he did a great job on that fly pattern because uh, he was a step behind, and then he just put his head down and made up the difference. Yeah, he's position. so f- These guys are fast, and they can play, and they got a great coach in Guilford. And um, Preston Hadley did an amazing job with the, with the safeties, and Ed Lamb did a great job with the backers. And I felt, I felt like, um, you know, Butch, um, I love Butch. He's a great team captain. He's a leader for us. The competition continues, you know, and so um, this week was a little bit different, um, having so much 10 personnel um, that, that uh, we only needed one or two backers on the, on the field at, at, at a time, and uh, they'll keep competing, and, and when he's ready to compete and, be, and have his full health, I'm sure you'll see him on the field again, but he had limited reps tonight. Um, Sione won the competition this week, and so did Isaiah, you know, and Riggs Powell was on the field a little bit too, so... Um, Adam Pulsifer came in as well. So, so the guys will keep competing, and they all contribute to the game. But um, I'm going to keep saying this. Every week, compete. No job is safe. And if you guys are – if it's an injury or whatever reason is and they can't perform, then we will make a change and make sure that the guy that deserves to start will get the start. Uh, football lingo uh, before the break here. Uh, Ten personnel refers to one zero, one running back, zero tight ends. So the way they play it with four wides and always a single back, you're looking at ten personnel almost all the time. Yeah, and and uh, and then they mix that with bombers, which is all zero zero. It's Empty all five, five wide. Five wides, yeah. 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 So a twelve would be one back, two tight, two tight ends. ends. Yeah. Yep. Perfect. Which yeah. is what BYU runs a lot of. Yeah. 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 This is uh, and yeah, we we ran. I mean, on on offense, we ran twelve, twenty one, eleven. Yeah. Um, yeah. See some thirteen occasionally. Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, we're, well. I did want to ask about Corbin Kafus being the spy against yeah. that big running back because that guy is a big hoss. Did you use Corbin uh, kind of – was that part of your thinking because Corbin's big enough to hit him? Well, and we felt really good about the 3-D lineman, and I think Corbin could do that up front, but um, he's such a weapon and he's so long and athletic that he, he makes the windows really tight in the passing lane. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we used him as middle linebacker. We used him as a D end. We used him as an outside backer on both the field and the boundary. Yeah. 
we blitzed him. We did a lot of different things with him, and it took him and um, you know um, him and Lopa and 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 Devin. Those guys had to really study. But Devin's a, a great player, and and um, and and uh, his time will come. But uh, Corbin is an exceptional guy. He just knows how to play the game. He's smart, and uh, I'm just glad we were able to use him as a weapon. All right, closing comments from Coach Kalani Sitake. Coming up next, BYU 49, Hawaii 23, our final score. The Cougars go to 10-0 and all-time against the Rainbow Warriors here in Provo and 23-8 and in the all-time series. More with the coach next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the Cougar Postgame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now, back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU 49, Hawaii 23, our final score. Let's pause 10 seconds for stations to identify themselves on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Radio on KBYU FM HD2 Provo. You're listening to BYU Football on BYU Radio. BYU fans, it is time now for our Bank of American Fork Big Time Performance of the Game, brought to you by Bank of American Fork. Enjoy a free checking account that can earn big interest with the My Rate checking account from Bank of American Fork, and because he's the youngest starting quarterback in BYU football history, and because he had the most touchdown passes of any true freshman, making his first start at BYU, and the highest pass efficiency rating of any true freshman quarterback making his first start, Zach Wilson gets our big-time performance of the game tonight. 16 for 24, three touchdown passes, a buck 94, a single pick, and he was uh, running a little bit as well. Six carries for 16 yards, including a touchdown run, his first touchdown run as a Cougar. And Coach Kalani Sitake, you gave Zach his first start as a Cougar, and he made it count. Played really well for you, I thought. Yeah, and that's what we brought him here to do, you know, in the whole recruiting process. Uh, he's a big-time recruit, and um just glad that he, he trusted us with him and his family uh, made the change, you know. And uh, he, Since he arrived in January, he's been a great teammate and uh, has just really matured and really prepared well, you know. So I thought he um, competed really well from the beginning, from spring ball, off season, and fall camp, and, and uh, just kept competing, and we just felt like it was the right move at this time that he earned the starting spot. In terms of explaining the decision, you've done so tonight already, but in, in one way I look at it, the criteria that you have in August – are a little different from the criteria you have in mm-hmm. mid-October. Is that fair to say? Yeah, and, and, and with with the offense, I mean, although we did start um, installing in spring, it just takes a while to get it all put in, you know. And and um, and, and so at, at early on, it looked like the guy that, that, that knew it the best would be the most comfort, comfortable to start. And uh, we did that, you know. And um, we had a concerns with, with it still being new to freshmen, but then, um, at some point, we just know that he's such a threat with with what he does on the field, um, and this isn't no way to, to have a knock on Tanner, but it's just that um, he creates with his his legs, and he's he's a different dynamic um, of a of a runner. But um, in in his what he did as a quarterback was really good. He had good vision, and I thought he had a good command of the offense, and was really positive and. Um, did a great job leading this team and leading this this offense. Well, this doesn't count as my question. <laughs> did the uh, difficulty of the start of the schedule have some play in that too? Um, not so. Not much. really. Okay. No, it just it was. Uh, I, I think if you're looking at at um, at him and his preparation, he's always going to. He 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 knew that he could do this, you know, and um, 
Uh, he he has been consistent in his approach and his preparation. Every game he's been ready. And as a backup, he studied a lot of film. Uh, I've just been really impressed with how he prepares, especially for a young kid, a uh, true freshman, to do it the way he did. I think he, you know, and I've been really impressed with Jaron Hall. I've said it over and over again that, that yeah. these guys, they love the competition, and I love the fact that we have our guys compete and the best play. And, and it's, it's uh, you know, at every position, you see uh, Keanu playing at O-line, you see guys moving in. Isaiah Kafusi played, started tonight at linebacker, and, there's a lot of guys that, that are giving their chance and, and competing, and, and they're making the most of it. Coach, uh, in the receiving again tonight, there's a lot of guys catching balls. and uh, Hifo had three, Shumway had three, and then uh, you know three guys with two and then four guys with one. Do you like the idea that you spread it around a lot, or would you rather have somebody you can count on, you know, I'm going to throw the football, he's going to get open for me this down? Somebody maybe like uh, the kid at Hawaii that I have a hard time. Tell me his name, Greg. John Ursua. Yeah, Ursua. Yeah, um, I, I think that it, it'll it'll get there. I mean, we we threw the ball twenty four times, and and that's about right. And mm-hmm. um, if we have to throw it thirty eight times like Cole McDonald did, then maybe you'd see a little bit more catches for yeah. one or two more guys, you know. But um, I think for the offense and what the defense gives us, um, you just have to be able to just take what's there and. That's the one thing that I was um, disappointed in Zach is that he f- tried to force a throw that he shouldn't have done. He should have just taken what was there, the five-yard throw. Like back-to-back, I know. Yeah, and, and that's but that also tells you what kind of like mindset he has where he almost threw a pick the first play. In the second play, he went right back at it again and threw a pick. You know, And, and I, as much as I wanted to, like, hey, come on. <laughs> at the same time, you really respect the fact that the guy's got a lot of confidence in himself. And, yeah. And uh, just maybe maybe he makes the next throw, but if he's going to do that, then you better make the throw. It's got to be perfect. That's what I told Greg. I knew everything at 19, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it took him a little while, but you finally got uh, Matt Hadley in the end zone here at BYU. He had your longest run of the night. He had your most rushing yards of the night, and he gets his first touchdown as a Cougar. Good just for Matt. proud of him. I mean, he started for us at linebacker last week. <laughs> and... Um, He's our our BYU version of Slash. You know he can do so many things, and um, I, I AJ um, Stewart had a great idea to just bring him back. And with Squally bang, banged up, um, he made the most of it. And I was really pleased with how all three of the running backs got in there and mm-hmm. and contributed. I, I thought Lopini did some good things early, and I think Coach Stewart did a good job of of getting the hot guy in there. You know what I mean? And Riley had a good series in there as well. And yeah. Even Tyler Algier came in and, and was able to run some guys over and be a physical runner. So uh, I'm really pleased with that group, and it's a huge compliment to their to their coach, position coach, and and the style and, and the trust that Coach Grimes and and our coaches have in these players, the young guys. It's not just a race to six games, but it's an important part of what you're trying to get done, and that is get back get BYU back into the postseason, right, where you think you belong and where BYU has been for so many years before this last year. And so to that end, it's a big win tonight. Uh, again, it's more than just about the number, but you're, you're trying to get to a spot, and I think a postseason berth is a nice way to show progress. Do you agree? Yeah, I mean, we want to earn that extra game because there's so much to it. The, the value of the extra game gets us uh, more practices um, in pads, you know, allows us to keep providing um, – getting our depth caught up and uh, gives us another opportunity to compete. So 
Um, that's probably the most valuable part of the bowl game is the extra practices. I feel like you get another spring ball in, um, especially for the young guys. And, um, you know, before we can even think about six, we've got to get five. And yeah. so that's the goal is the wanted four, we got it, now we got to get five. And uh, we're, we got two weeks to work on it, so um, we'll take advantage of all that time and make sure that we're ready. I think, no, does Northern Illinois have a bye as well? I, I believe they do, but if, I think you? I remember that yeah. they do. I think so, and that's what I was kind of wondering. Why I don't usually think, think ahead like this, but uh, it's just some for some reason it's on top of my mind. They do, yeah. They have a, they have a bye yeah, on the twentieth. So yeah. They have two yeah. weeks to get ready for, ready for us. We have two weeks to get ready for them and to be home. So um, I, I love being at home, and uh, it was a really good weapon for us this week. And just need to make sure our guys play BYU style football, which is physical, tough football that's fundamentally and technique sound. I'm hearing a little bit of the, like, we're getting to the wrap-up, but I want to bring out one more group. The O-line, I thought, uh, was much better tonight and uh, did a good job. And, and they work so hard every week in practice. You know they're just getting better and better. Yeah, and, and that's a, a young group as well. So I, I think they're getting used to the game, and um, they, they want it to be on their shoulders. They want to carry this game and they carry this team. And um, whenever you're not complaining about them, that's a good sign. And they're the big <laughs> uglies that get no credit, but yeah. they get it, you know. And, and you're right, they deserve a lot of the credit for what they did um, in pass pro and also in in the run game. But, right. um, you know, some of the sacks that happened were more um, just throw the ball away, Zach, so yeah. that they don't get the, the sacks on them. It was kind of cold. It was kind of windy. And yet our attendance at number tonight is 52, 354. So kudos to all the fans who came out on this late night to enjoy a nice win with you guys. Love the fans. They were awesome. Made a lot of noise tonight. And uh, just really appreciate them. And, uh, you know, we're, uh, our players love them and play hard for them. And I just I'm glad to be the head coach. By week this week, so we won't have our coaches show with you on Tuesday night. So we'll we'll take a week's break and do it again a week from Tuesday back at Studio C. Uh, what's your team routine going to be like with no game to get ready for on Saturday? This well, week? we have to get stronger still, and so without a game on Saturday, we'll, we just need to make sure that we uh, improve. And so we'll we'll work on 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 our next opponent, but at the same time, we need to get stronger and um, and make sure some of the guys that that. Uh, haven't been given the opportunity to compete, make sure that they give get an extra week of competition. And hopefully some guys who are banged up can just uh, heal up a little bit too. Yeah, and, they'll yeah. make us better. Guys heal up and get better. We hope to get Squally back and hope to get a number of other guys back. And it just adds to the competition, makes it healthy for us, and then the, the more the merrier. Uh, you're still undefeated leading at halftime, by the way. 12-0 and 0 now and leading at halftime. <laughs> oh, that's keep, keep the key. Keep those halftime leads. <laughs> Thanks those a lot, Greg. first 30 minutes, yeah. you're still undefeated. All right, good stuff. Uh, Kalani, have a great week. We'll see you next week, I guess. All right, thank you. Okay. Go Cougs. All right, that's Kalani Sitake. We'll come back with Cougar Nation Now, BYU Creamery, Cougar Nation Now, next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.